The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the pot of thunder and rock and roll, and it is Friday. So you know what happens now. It's the Duff McKagan joke of the week. Chris Jericho, Duff McKagan calling Yeah, uh, Listen, I took a stuffed dog to the Antique Roadshow, and the English guy there said, uh, you know, what do you think it would fetch if it was in good condition? I said, I don't know, probably stick. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> One of the things about Talk is Jericho is I have a lot of people that tweet me and say suggestions for different guests, and you should talk to this person, you should talk to this person. One of the uh, most requested is the very mysterious Danhausen. And I was able to uh, track you down through a couple of deities and psychics. And uh, I have here Danhausen on Talk is Jericho. It's, it's quite an honor for me. Oh, yes. Quite an honor for Danhausen to be on uh, your wonderful show. Very famous, very evil show. Chris Judas. Danhausen loves it. Listens to it. Enjoys it. Really? So, so you do listen to modern podcasts and that sort of thing? Oh, yes. But of course, Danhausen likes to keep up with the... Uh, you know, human entertainment. Because I've seen some of your work, obviously, uh, we'll talk about your work in, in Ring of Honor, but also some of your work outside of the ring. And I saw you uh, uh, basically uh, enjoying the Creepy Crawly set, oh. which was, I, mem- I remember I had that in the 70s when I was about seven or eight years old. Where did you find this uh, apparatus and what did you think of it? Well, Dan Housen was wandering the streets of uh, Earth somewhere, wherever the hell Dan Housen is, I don't know. Uh, and he found a local toy store that sells vintage toys. So Dan Housen said, this one looks quite nice. Possibly a lot of viewers will uh, tune in to see this one. Right. And uh, that's what Dan Housen wants. Dan Housen wants as many eyes on Dan Housen as possible. And did you, was that, it was a huge success, I think, that uh, you were making scorpions and worms and various, you know, creepy crawlies. Creepy crawlies. Also, if you throw them at the wall, they stick to it. It's quite Thank wonderful. You. They do. Uh, is this something that you'd never really experienced before? Like, I don't know exactly where Danhausen is from, what the background is of Danhausen, how you ended up on Earth here in 2021. Uh, well, you know, Danhausen's been roaming around quite some time, long time, if you will. Uh, Danhausen, when he was small, he had many of these, he had a creepy crawler set, I believe, I don't know. And uh, Danhausen refound it recently and he's been trying to refine these things that Danhausen remembers a little bit. Hmm. Reestablishing them to, uh, you know, the human viewers to gain more popularity and fame. So it's almost like you reincarnated this playset that that came from, you know, 30, 40, 45 years ago. You found this and like reestablished it to put it back on the map. Precisely. Dan hasn't here to put things on the map. Hmm. So it seems like you keep mentioning about uh, looking for fame and as many viewers as possible. Uh, is this the mission of Danhausen to become a worldwide superstar? Yes, but of course. So Danhausen would like to be seen by as many people as possible via, you know, internet, uh, television, right. radio broadcast, whatever may have you. So Danhausen does whatever is uh, popular amongst the ordinary humans 
such as cooking shows, uh, review shows, interview shows, much like this one, quite mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then that way, Danhausen can slowly but surely take over the uh, world. Yes, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, the world, Earth. Yes, Earth. You know who knows? Planets, right? Yeah. So, um, how would what exactly is Danhausen? How would you explain uh, yourself? Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> yes, let's get into it. Let's thank you for asking, Chris Judas. Sure. Thank you. Danhausen is very nice, very evil. This, let's explain it. Because Danhausen used to just be very evil, and it was a bit too much he discovered for some folk. So Danhausen was doing evil things all the time, putting out these uh, scary uh, vignettes, if you will, mm-hmm. based on old horror film, such as uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Exorcist, Hellraiser, you know, all those good ones. Right. And then Danhausen noticed when he added a little bit of nice, little bit of humor, if you will, he could trick the humans into uh, throwing their monies at Danhausen. So mm. by incorporating both very nice and very evil, you can trick the audience. Oh, by the way, don't tell anybody Danhausen's telling you this. This is a secret. You no one will know. know. O- only the people listening will ever find this out. Oh, okay. Perfect. So it's so, perfect. Yeah. It's wonderful. So. When you are very nice, very evil, you get the perfect mix, and then you become very popular because, uh, you know, everyone likes to laugh. Everyone likes to have a good chuckle. So you trick them, you hook them in, and then you do your evil deeds. Because people also, uh, they like to be scared, too. And I've seen a couple of your original videos, and they were very Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Blair Witch Project-esque. Is this something that they stole from you, or did you steal it back from them? Well, Danhausen's been around for a long time, so they probably, you know, borrowed it from Danhausen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, Danhausen likes to explain it to people sometimes. Uh, original evil Danhausen, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. New, very nice, very evil Danhausen, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Real mm. uh, dark, evil, but pretty funny. Some sort of charm about that. Good analogy there. It's almost a little bit of a of a Beetlejuice type of a character as well. Oh, you know Beetlejuice? Uh, we used to party back in the day. I haven't seen him in a few years. Wonderful human, yes. Hmm. Uh, yes, Dan Housen loves Beetlejuice. Uh, Dan Housen loves, uh, have you heard of Michael Keaton from the film Multiplicity? I have heard of him. Fits in with the Beetlejuice uh, persona as well. Yes, yes. Dan Housen loves these uh, fellows. So Dan Housen does draw some inspirations from them as well. You know, take the uh, Tim Burton-esque Elvira, if you will, mm. and put it all in with the, you know, chop topper or something, and mm. uh, get a little bit of Danhausen. So, are you ancient Danhausen? Do you come from the future, the past, both? Uh, you know, it's kind of up for discussion. Danhausen does not like to disclose where Danhausen is from, but he was in form not long ago, mere years ago. And then once Danhausen transformed into this, it would appear that Danhausen's popularity and monies have skyrocketed. And this is kind of current earth money, not like gold or treasure or jewels that I'm sure you've experienced in the past, like in the Spanish Inquisition or something like that. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Because Danhausen dates back with uh, this wonderful Matt Hardy. You know him. Matt Hardy has uh, decided Danhausen was uh, formerly San Diego. Oh. Yes. So, who knows? Danhausen certainly doesn't, uh, but that fellow's doing quite well, too. So, Danhausen, yes, he carries around a jar of teeth sometimes. Tried to partner with it. Doesn't quite work. So, Danhausen had to alter the plan and start earning human money. So, the teeth were a form of currency, because I've seen this, Danhausen, you walking around with this mason jar full of random uh, teeth from who knows where they're from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who does know? One of them is David Arquette's, actually. Really? Yes, he sent Danhausen a wonderful gift. That one is not separate. That one is separated, rather, because Danhausen would not just pour that into a foe's mouth. That's a collector. Right. Uh, but yes, Danhausen, uh, he carries around this jar of teeth because it is a legal way of cheating. And Danhausen's evil, so sometimes, you know, you have to cheat to win. Now, why is it legal to use teeth as, as, as uh, to win? Because technically, if they're not your teeth, they would be foreign objects, maybe. Sort of, but how Danhausen sees it, and he will argue with the referee here and there. Mm. If you pour some teeth in someone's mouth, people already have teeth in their mouth. Danhausen's mm. pouring thumbtacks in there, 
Also, who's to say they're not just old teeth from the foe? Maybe Danhausen's giving them back. So you're saying there's a chance that Danhausen uh, could have a connection with the Tooth Fairy? Could. Perhaps uh, some uh, fine folks on the internet have a fan theory, if you will, that a certain uh, DMD has been Danhausen's supplier. Britt Baker, she is a DMD. Yes, who knows? Wow. We used to do the same shows in Ohio, so perhaps this could be it. You know, I remember once when I was, you know, a little kid, probably about five or six years old when the last baby teeth, or however old you are when your last baby, I might be a little bit too, uh, probably eight. I think baby That's teeth come out at eight. I vividly remember uh, putting my tooth under the pillow and having, uh, kind of waking up a bit, seeing kind of a shape, red under the eyes, a little bit of a voice like this. Are you the Tooth Fairy? Did you take my tooth once, Danhausen? No, 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 no. Danhausen is not the Tooth Fairy. The famous okay. fellow, the, the uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson, he's the Tooth Fairy, at least. Danhausen, not so. Okay, we're going to talk about your friendship with The Rock upcoming, but what would be kind of the, um, I guess, the origin of, of Danhausen? Well, first of all, Danhausen did notice you mentioned this wonderful red makeup under his eye. It is, you know... Yep. It is uh, inspired by, uh, you ever seen The Exorcist? Of course. It is, uh, then as you want to look a little bit like Pazuzu. You know? mm, Pazuzu. Nice. Yes, you know, it's very evil. Very famous. Very evil. Well, it's kind of nice, though, too. It looks, it's, it's, it, really, it really combines the two ideas of very evil and very nice. Agreed. Thank you for noticing. So, this origins of Danhausen. Danhausen uh, was starting, he was stumbling around uh, outside. And he stumbled upon, yes, you know, we all stumble around outside. Just outside and in general, yeah. Outside in general. He said, oh, what is this school? It is a wrestling school, it says. And it was uh, the House of Truth, and it was uh, ran by Truth Martini. And this fellow you may know, his name is Jimmy Jacobs. Oh, yes. Very creative guy. Very creative. He's also a little bizarre. A bit mm, weird. Very. Yes. Yeah. But this is where Dan Housen went. Did his schooling of some sort. And then was out and about in a human form uh, to not frighten foes. This was before Danhausen cared so much. Uh, right. Danhausen was uh, doing the wrestling thing in his human form for about, uh, we'll say, five, six years. It was okay. Danhausen wrestled uh, the John Gargano fellow and uh, mm. the likes of Ricochet and such. And uh, people liked it, but uh, no one really cares just being a good wrestler. Mm. So you must find your thing. And Danhausen's thing was to embrace his evil side. So we did it such. We became very evil for a couple of years at least. Did some things that people maybe liked. And then Danhausen, again, decided to trick the folks, add some nice. And uh, since then, Danhausen's been a top seller at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Hopefully gets painted on the wall soon. It's quite ridiculous that he's not there. Uh, Danhausen has been put in the hot topic at the mall. Have you ever heard of the mall? I have. I've heard of Hot Topic as well, to be honest so, with you. Actually, to be honest with you, uh, Danhausen went in there one time, and right next to the Chris Judas t-shirt was a Danhausen t-shirt. Oh. Isn't that nice? Not a coincidence, I, I think. You, I, I think there's a reason for that. It was fate. It, it was, was fate. To come do this uh, television broadcast uh, over the radio together. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, on the radio, exactly. Interesting, too, perfect name. It's like there's certain names that just lend itself, like Van Halen, what a great rock and roll name. Oh, yeah. Danhausen, what a great evil kind of uh, uh, medieval type of a, of, a, of a name. Yes, so let's talk about the name for a second. Please. When Danhausen did his first ever show, he went by his human... Uh, moniker. Moniker, whatever the hell it's yeah. called. Donovan Danhausen, and they oh. said, this is too long. No one can pronounce Danhausen. You yeah. are Donovan Danger. And Danhausen oh. rolled his eyes and said, what the hell is this? So Danhausen cursed the fellow, went out as Donovan Danger to rock you like a hurricane, which did not fit Danhausen. And uh, <laughs> it seemed like the typical, hey, you're debuting, have some uh, rock music. Right. That you did not pick. Yeah, so you, it's either it's either Rocky Like a Hurricane or Enter Sandman. Those are your two choices. Well, Danhausen does love the uh, Metallica. Quite nice. 
Yeah, yeah but, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of people use that in Rocky Like a Hurricane, your standard oh, yeah. rock tracks, right? But of course. Should have came out for whom the bell tolls, because, uh, you know, then, then the you're going to get decimated. Ooh, nice. Uh, yes. So you came out, you were Donovan Danger, Rocky Like a Hurricane. Yes. Got uh, destroyed by this fellow. Did his thing, uh, but then Dan Housing, he decided to take no more. There are not too many syllables in Dan Housing. Now, everyone knows the name of Dan Housing. That's how Dan Housing probably got on this show. It's the name. Yes. Yeah, Don, Donovan Danhausen. Ah, cares. Too long. Too long. You can't chant. How are you supposed to chant that? Donovan Danhausen. You know, I guess you kind of could, but. Quite a little bit, but not enough. But this is much better. Like Danzig and Van Halen. It's the last. Dawkin. It's the last name. Yes. And then. So people ask, uh, they add housing to the end of these words. They add housing to the end of the names. Dan Housing. Oh. Learn from uh, this fellow. It is a comedy documentary of some sort called Seinfeld. Mm. There's this fellow, George Costanza, in there. Very wonderful. He leaves a clock or a hat. I think it's a hat. In uh, this person's home. And he says, Costanza. So. Dan Housen thought, well, this is a good idea. If you add housing to everything, no one will ever forget the name of Dan Housen. You know, it eats at you a little bit. But it does. Then you love it. So what kind of uh, what kind of words and names do you add housing to? So there's this thing. Dan Housen just adds it to people's names or the subject of the matter. Sometimes people do too many housings. And they say, mm. oh, housing, this housing is housing, Dan Housen. No. Too much. Too much, too many houses. Dan Housen would just say, for example, uh, hello, welcome to Good Night Housing with Dan Housen. Today we have very famous, very evil demo god, Chris Judas Housen. That you works. Know? Hello, Housing, Good Night Housing, Chris Housing, Judas Housing. It is too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, way too much. You, you want to keep the housing and put it in at the right spot. Yes. It is like an exclamation point. Like in Canada, we always say you would greet a fellow human by how's it going. So I might just start saying, how's it going? How's it going? That works. That would work, right? Yes. Okay. How's it housing? Like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. How's it housing? So this is a very, very unique character, which I think in wrestling, you have to do something unique for people to latch onto, like you mentioned. And this has never really been done before. Were you ever inspired by uh, other characters, either in wrestling or outside, uh, when you're doing Danhausen's dirty work? Oh, yes. Well, so Danhausen's first memory of wrestling was this uh, Kane fellow. Mm. You ever hear of him? I have heard of him. I actually uh, spilled a cup of coffee on him once, and he almost killed me. That's oh, evil. Danhausen does remember this. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So this fellow came out. Uh, Bad Blood 1997, Helena Cell match. Right. And he took the door and he ripped it off the hinges and he decimated this fellow called The Undertaker. Mm. And then uh, Shawn Michael won the match, but he just destroyed this Undertaker fellow and there was red lights and he looked very evil and it was just uh, incredible to Dan Housen. So mm. that inspired Dan Housen to become a very evil wrestler. And then... Uh, Dan Housen's been heavily inspired by watching television shows and movies. They seem quite wonderful. He watches them all the time. We have uh, The Simpsons is one of Dan Housen's favorite. There's this evil fellow, Mr. Burns. Mm, very evil. Very evil, but also very rich. Blocked out the sun once. Right, 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 right. Uh, so there's him. There's a Hank Scorpio on that. He's a very evil business owner. He's wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have uh, Conan O'Brien. Wonderful uh, fellow. Very entertaining, very evil. Dan Housing has watched him do old-timey baseball. He's watched him go to factories and uh, do these little skits that make Dan Housing laugh. So Dan Housing has tried to follow in the footsteps of being this wonderful, uh, famous interviewer, but also a wrestler. But you have done, you've been kind of obsessed with Conan O'Brien. I've seen a lot of uh, you, you, you talk to him. Explain. Or even has his uh, good little Conan hair, if you will. He goes into the uh, barber shop and says, give him the Conan. You know, right. That's why Dan Housen looks so fabulous. You cannot see it because it is a podcast, but just imagine. I, I know someone that went for the, for the Conan once in a Latino section of town. They just shaved his head bald. And he said, no, not Conan. No, Conan. No, no. You could also get uh, Arnold version. Conan the Barbarian. That's another one. And then you'd have to grow your hair out for that. That's, that's, that's the next uh, Dan Housen must meet that fellow. 
Cronin. Uh, yes, so Dan Housing's been uh, emulating and watching and looking up to this Conan O'Brien fellow for many years. So Dan Housing uh, sometimes would go to places because he sees that this famous fellow can do it. And he'll uh, try to put his merchandise in these comic book stores or these uh, pro wrestling tea stores. Dan Housing got kicked out of the pro wrestling tea store for stealing his own T-shirt, you know. Is that fair? That's not fair. It's Dan Housing's property. Is, is fine. Yeah, it's your name is on it. Hey, hey, you can't take that. Is your name on it? Yes, it is. It is. Dan Housing. It's Dan Housing. Yes, right. Dan Housing out though, but you know, it is not. Does not matter. Maybe that's why they didn't paint your picture on the wall yet at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees because uh, Barkin caught you shoplifting your own shirt. Oh, perhaps. Maybe Dan Housing should take down that video and then Dan Housing will get painted on the wall next to, uh, you're on the wall, yes? I, I'm not sure. Well, we I should be. Yes, absolutely. We're best sellers. What the hell are they doing? We've kept that freaking place open with the sales that we've uh, created with our various merchandise. Absolutely. Dan Housing sees it all the time. You got these wonderful uh, inner circle t-shirts on there. They do, yeah. Or like we said, the hot topic. Yes, Judas hot and Dan topic. Housing. Judas and Dan Housing, all up there. Yes. You know, I, I got thrown in jail once and uh, I was represented by Judas and Dan Housen. Uh They didn't do very good. But, oh, uh, that's then, another story. Very sorry to hear that. That ties uh, poorly to our names. It, it, does, it doesn't do good for us. But uh, what is good is you're talking about being nice, and you mentioned a lot, uh, no swearing oh. is kind of one of your uh, catchphrases. What is it about swearing that bothers you, and why do you say don't do it? Okay, so people probably think this is quite ridiculous, but in Danhausen's good brain, it makes sense. Uh, Danhausen has noticed when listening to the radio – uh, at least public radio and television, usually if you swear, they will kick you right off the air. They'll say, get the hell out of here. Yeah. And they'll cut you right off. And then if Dan Housen is uh, wrestling a foe or if Dan Housen accidentally would swear, which wouldn't happen, they'd probably cut the feed. And then Dan Housen would not be seen by millions of people at home or heard by millions of people at home. So as Dan Housen sees it, it's just a good business plan to keep swearing out of Dan Housen's matches and promotional things and what have you. It's ruining his money and his, uh, you know, way of taking over the world. Which is smart because some people might just uh, not care because you can just beep it out. But yeah. you don't even want to take that chance. No, because who wants to do extra work? What if and they just, we don't feel like doing this, cut him. Well, and you can't trust them either. I know whenever they show... Uh, uh, my wrestling company in Canada, and if I say like you're a piece of shit, for example, sorry, didn't mean oh. to swear. They would, they might beep out peace, but you can still hear the excrement word. They they mix it up. How does this work? I just think Canadians guys probably drinking beer and probably like you said doesn't care or doesn't care. delays or I don't know. So this is a weird gray area that Dan Housen doesn't quite get yet. It would appear on some shows like AEW, you can swear and not get taken off the air. Mm. So maybe this is something we shall explore in the future. But for now, then no swearing, no swearing. Uh, because also, even at these independent shows, there's usually a sign in the back that says, uh, if you are going to cut the promotional, do not swear, no swearing. And then what happens five minutes later? There's. Fellows out there yelling at each other, and it's, it's uh, F this, F that. I'm going to oh. uh, beat you up. And Dan Housen just goes, what are we doing? Well, you're, Yeah, you're taking that over the line if you're saying the F, F word. You can't be doing that. All the time. It is quite ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I, I, gotta, uh, I was wrestling with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Housen back oh. in the early 2000s. And there was a little kid in the front row. He had a, a, a finger, uh, foam finger hand. Oh, yes. And he was telling me to F off. And he was probably eight years old. And his dad was right beside him. Now, Dan Housen has a question. Because uh, Dan Housen had uh, dressed up as Cold Steve for Halloween one time for a okay. show. Finger swears are okay as far as Dan Housen knows. Was this kid actually swearing at you or was it merely finger swears? He was waving his giant foam finger in my face and actually saying the words. I'm not going to say it here because there's no uh -huh. swearing allowed. Yeah. F you. Uh -huh. The full version. Should have been kicked out of the show. You should have taken him out. Well, that's what I said to the dad. I said, this is your this is your little kid and, and you're the dad. Like, what kind of a dad are you? Like, yep. what the hell's going on here? Yes, exactly. Also, people try to ask Dan Housen, is hella swear? Absolutely not. Are you a baby? Exactly. 
This is not a swear. This is ridiculous. You know, I'm sure you've I'm sure you've taken a few trips through there over the uh, eons. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, wait, over to where? Through hell. Oh, yes, but of course. There's also right. Michigan, which is not that good. Not the same yeah, I think, thing. <laughs> I think hell, Michigan might be actually worse than the real hell in a lot of well, ways. Yeah. What it is. There's just a souvenir shop. Dan Housen brought uh, his assistant with him, Davis, who, by the way, says hello. And oh, uh, nice. yes, Dan Housen has a human assistant. It's quite nice. But he okay. drove Dan Housen to hell, Michigan, and there was nothing there. There was a sign that says hell. And there was an ice cream shop. And that was it. It was awful. It was way worse than real hell. Hold on. How can you have, when hell freezes over, you get ice cream. And you have ice cream with all the basic flavors. There wasn't even any good ones. I don't even like that. I mean, there should be a fireball stand. There should be fireworks, uh, logs, things yes. involved with fire. It's hell. River of flames? I don't know. Something, a demon with a pitchfork to poke you in the rear end, maybe, if you're messing up? Yeah, hot hot golf was about it. Tell us a little bit more about this jar of teeth. So where, where you said the teeth may or may come from foes. If they're not from foes, where are they from? Uh, well, when Dan Housen, uh, he's not so much anymore because everything has been quite shut down for some time. Uh, right. Dan Housen is traveling to do his wrestlings. Dan Housen likes to go to oddity shops. Uh, when they are near and they sell teeth, human teeth. Hmm. And you know, Dan Housen likes to collect them. They're quite expensive though, which is why Dan Housen needs so much money. And he collects those from all around town. Sometimes he just knocks out teeth of his opponents and, you know, swipes them up and mm-hmm. puts them in the yard and pours them in other people's mouth, which is unsanitary. Then sure. Yes. DMD provides you with some, as you mentioned, possibly, yes. possibly, possibly, allegedly, allegedly. Right, right, right. So um, do you keep these teeth with you at all times, like your wallet? Or do you know where, like, where are your teeth right now? Uh, right now, they are being uh, replenished. But mm. sometimes Dan Housen will go into his jeans and uh, he'll pull out his uh, wad of money and a tooth will fall on the ground. And then he has to explain this to people or just walk away. It is, uh, they, they're stored in a jar, though, usually. And also a Ziploc bag. Sometimes Dan Housen has to fly with these. And the airport fellows say, what the hell is this? Mm. And Dan Housen says, it's a bag of teeth. Never seen one. And that's it. Yes, that's about it. That's, uh, you know, you're lucky because I walked through with a, with a, with a, uh, a Swiss army knife with a blade about an inch long. And they took it from me. They said, yeah. what's this? I said, it's a Swiss army knife. He said, you can't take it on the plane. But you can walk on the plane with a, with a Ziploc bag full of teeth. Well, yes, it just you have to label it is the problem. Oh, uh, see, yeah. just writes human teeth and then puts uh, a yeah. data, and then they know they don't. They don't want to talk to you. They don't care. They just yeah. let you go through. That's why I was a mistake. They're not talking to you. So you mentioned your your uh, human assistant Davis, which is kind of like a Renfrew with uh, with with Count Dracula, I imagine. What kind of uh, tasks and jobs does Davis have to do for you on a daily basis? Oh, he pumps Dan Housen's gas, but of course, mm, okay, uh, we have to get places. Uh, yeah. he- Fuels the PT Cruiser. Uh, he mails out some of Dan Housen's things, such as merchandise, because Dan Housen gets thousands of orders a day. Uh, what else? Oh, he supplies Dan Housen. Dan Housen says, here's a list of groceries. We must review them for the popular YouTube show. Mm. He comes back with snacks and uh, things that we can try. He also, Dan Housen should have him start uh, emailing people for Dan Housen saying, Dan Housen doesn't want to do this. Mm, right, right, right. You, you, you gotta, you, you, that's why you can always be the consummate nice guy. Hey, Danison, come work my indie show. Sure, yeah. just talk to Davis. Then Davis can be the evil guy. And we will send Van Velzen instead in Danhausen's place. V- who? Van Velzen. It is a knockoff Danhausen, like Krusty the Clown would do. Oh, we don't like him. Van Velzen. Terrible, terrible person. Yeah, he's banned. Danhausen. Van Velzen's banned from uh, Talk is Jericho. I'm just telling you right now. so much, Chris. You're welcome. You're welcome. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
thing I was going to ask you about is your uh, your penchant for dancing. You've done quite a few famous dances, uh, and one of them is actually the, the the tequila dance. Oh, yes, absolutely. So this again goes back to Dan Housen's wonderful obsession with uh, television and mass media and movies. Right, and fellow Herman. He went into this bar, and he danced on the bar. And as Dan Housen remembers it, he was kicking these fellows in the face. I don't know. Who knows if that's actually what happened? Dan Housen thinks so. Uh, but Dan Housen one time was, this was about, what, three years ago now, was wrestling this fellow PB Smooth, who's about seven feet tall, in a bar. And Dan Housen, he was a no-ring bar brawl. And Dan Housen thought to himself, how can Dan Housen get through this match with no ropes and nothing to jump off of? Right. Mello is much larger than Dan Housen. So he said, guess what? Dan Housen will slip the uh, music boy a fiver. Okay. And when he yells, play my music, Dan Housen will uh, have the tequila song play. It will confuse Dan Housen's foe. And then you'll kick him in the face. Mm. Try to upper hand. So also it hypnotizes the crowd. Because they all want to sing along, and then they yell tequila, and then Dan Housen uh, absorbs the energy from the crowd, and he, you know, fires himself up. It's quite wonderful. Invigorating. Absorbs, absorbs energy, and it, if they're not ca- careful, maybe a little bit of their souls as well. Don't forget, yeah. very oh. evil. This is true. Dan Housen will suck their soul. But just a little bit of it. Just, just kind of. Because people got to drive home afterwards, so you don't want to. Also, they have to come to the merchandise stand and uh, say, hello, Dan Housen, here's some money. Right, to give Dan Housen some monies. Uh, you mentioned Tequila the Dance, but um, you've also talked quite a bit about tequila uh, made by your one of your close personal friends, The Rock. Oh, yes, yes. Great friend of Dan Housen. Uh, Dan Housen has tried his tequila. Dan Housen usually does not partake in these spicy waters because it has defeated Dan Housen. Actually, at that bar show, the fellow poured it in Dan Housen's face and then beat him. So... And this this is, is tequila that's been directly sent to you by your friend, The Rock? Oh, maybe. Who knows? Uh, Dan Housen, maybe he went to the store. Maybe the Dwayne sent it to Dan Housen. There's no way of telling. Da- Davis handles all the mail and the groceries. There's, so. a, there's a great uh, a little bit of a, of a text chain that you had with The Rock, and I'm going to read it out to you. Uh, and it's at Danhausen AD, which I always hate saying like, Hey, what's your social media? If you, just Google it. But I'm just saying, I'm looking at Thanks. it right now. Oh no, the rock and Z O a energy have cursed Danhausen. Uh, and this is, is this the rocks energy drink? Z O a energy. Yes, it is. I think it is Zoa energy. Zoa housing. Oh, sorry. Zoa. Okay. That's uh, okay. Uh, and Danhausen drank this as Danhausen understands it. If you drink these energy drinks, you gain the powers of the rock. Mm. Dan Housen tried original flavor and then transformed into poor rock. Poor mm. rock with only $7 to his pocket. Oh, oh, well, but here's the thing, Dan Housen. I got to tell you this. $7 also in American slang and Canadian would be seven bucks. Seven and bucks. Se- seven bucks is what the rock started with when he uh, had no money. So maybe he transforms you, like you said, into poor rock, seven bucks. Oh, yes, but then maybe we become uh, the most famous billionaire on the earth. That could become that. You got to keep on drinking the Zoa and yes. maybe you'll get there. In this video, you mentioned something of uh, preparing the PT Cruiser. The Rock thinks, thinks this is hilarious and responds back to you on 1 April 22nd, which is just later in the day. What the hell is The Rock doing? Following you on Twitter? He says, yeah, tell him to. He says, prepare the PT Cruiser. Do we have one? Uh, funny face crying, the power of fanny packs, turtlenecks, and Zoa Energy. Enjoy. Quite uh, the surprise to Danhausen that uh, this wonderful product placement that Danhausen did caught the attention of the Dwayne. But it did. So whatever Danhausen is doing seems to be quite working. Amazing the fact that he texted you back or tweet, tweeted you back that quickly. Um, and one of the other tweets that you send out to him around the same time frame. Just said, Rock, it's Danhausen. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, finished. You know, uh, I don't even think Danhausen tagged him, to be quite honest. He didn't. He, I'm not sure you hadn't figured that out yet. Maybe he saw it, though. Also, Danhausen yeah. posted a photo a week before The Rock tweeted at Danhausen. It was just a picture of him. So maybe Danhausen manifested this with his uh, evil power. 
you know, I, the rock keeps an eye on what's going on in the wrestling world too. And obviously he's all about making money. So yeah. maybe he sees Dan and goes, Oh, all right. Leatherface out the door. Yeah. Jason Voorhees, forget about it. Ever heard of Danhausen? He's the new sponsor. Yes, you know, take Danhausen the sponsor for tequila and these energy drinks and, uh, you know, whatever else may have you. Peaky Cruisers, it's a very famous uh, celebrity car. You have yes. one, you know. I, I did have one about 15 years ago, so you're right. Uh, but I, I, I was thinking more Rock would want to find you and make you into a movie star. Oh, well, that's even better. Yes, wow. You know what? Danhausen's going to hire you to be his... Uh, his I could do it. New assistant. Have uh, have Davis give me a uh, have Davis tweet me and yes. maybe we can work something out. Yeah, yes, we'll be uh, both famous celebrities. Absolutely, if I could, yes, and then we would increase our monies. Oh yes. So we're talking about some of the things that have kind of put you on a higher level, uh, and and one thing I want to talk about is, is your your um, look is very much uh, in according to a comic book. Oh. And you actually were working, uh, you were on a comic book cover? Yes, so it's coming out in October. Oh, it's coming out. It's coming out. It's not even out yet. This has just been a wonderful week for Dan Housing. We've got the Talk is Jericho. We've got the Dwayne. We have Conan O'Brien. This is all a writing sequence. Did Conan uh, text you too? Oh, yeah. He said congratulations on the comic book. Now, oh. Dan, was on the, the uh, what is it? Uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend housing. Okay, okay. Yes, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, uh, okay well, let's talk about the comic book now. What's going, yes. what's going on with that? So, uh, Dan Housing's friend, uh, Steve Orlando, who works for Marvel Comics, and he's worked for DC Comics, and he works for Image Comics as well currently. He said, hello, Dan Housing. It is Steve. Would right. you like to be on a comic book cover? All you'd have to do is go do a photo shoot and send us the photos. And you can be on Commanders in Crisis. It is issued uh, 10, I believe. But you can go pre-order it at your local comic shop right now. They're selling hundreds of thousands, Dan Housen hears. So, Dan wow. is Image Comics. So it's a pretty big deal. Dan Housen will be on the shelves in all the local comic shops. Is Perhaps. it a story about the, the history of Dan Housen? Or? No, Dan Housen is just a variant cover. But the story is about a oh. Dracula-type fellow. So it's pretty close. So you mentioned that, and are you talking about Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, the podcast? Yes, Dan Housen was a guest uh, just merely two weeks ago or so. How did you do that? Uh, so, the fan Housens know that uh, Dan Housen loves Conan. Of course. They tweeted at him and said, hey, there's a contest where you can ask Conan a question. And Dan right. Housen said, Davis, get the emailer. So we grabbed the computer, and we sent emails out to uh, Team Coco, submitted some questions, and... Months later, Dan hasn't totally forgot about this, but he had an email from one of uh, Conan's producers of some sort, and they said, you have time for a Zoom call. So, following day, Dan Housen had a Zoom call with the producer, which probably was a screening to see if Dan Housen was a weirdo. Right. Obviously, Dan Housen passed. Uh, <laughs> this is Aaron, and he's quite wonderful. He goes on all of Conan's trips. We talked for about 20 minutes. He just asked about wrestling and such. Dan Housen said, okay. And he goes, this was wonderful. We'll be in touch. And Dan Housen said, what the hell is this for? And he goes, I don't know. He was lying. Then the next day, they said, we like you. We'll be in touch. And Dan Housen goes, cool. What does that mean? Because you keep saying we'll be in touch. Mm. And then the following day or later that evening, Dan Housen's brain is missing him. Uh, they said, oh, tomorrow you're going to be Zoom calling with Conan O'Brien. Is that okay for you? And then Dan Housen said, what the hell do you mean? Is that okay for Dan Housen? But of course, this is Dan Housen's hero. So the next day, we got uh, to Zoom call with Matt Gorley, Sona, and that's his wonderful assistant, and Conan O'Brien himself. So that's amazing. So did Conan appreciate the uh, persona and the personality of Dan Housen? Oh, absolutely. He was laughing. Uh, he also named the episode Fan Housen, which was wonderful. Uh Yes. So he asked Dan Housen all about the Dan Housen lore and such. He said he wanted to be a part of the Dan Housen lore. He was nonstop laughing. He said uh, he gives the blessing of this foolishness because Dan Housen has dedicated his life to idiocy, such as he did. Mm. And he said maybe perhaps one day he can come down from the rafters on a wire and save Dan Housen from being pummeled. Mm. He said, you know, we got to do something together one time. So Dan Housen doesn't know if this is actually going to happen, but 
Who knows? Maybe we'll see Dan Housen on the Conan O'Brien show sometime. And Conan is a really big head, too, and not figuratively, literally, like a big bison head. Yes. So he could really do some headbutts to really, uh, some headbutt housings oh, to help, yeah. help out Dan Housen if you're getting uh, double teamed or triple teamed by foes. Yes. Dan Housen said you should come down from the wires, punch someone right in the groin. Hmm. He's also, tall, though. He's about eight he's feet tall. tall. He'd have to reach down to do that. He'd probably choke slam someone pretty good. Right, right. You know, it, like I said, just headbutt with that giant cranium of his. Yeah. Um, you're mentioning, and this is all great stuff. Uh, you're mentioning maybe Conan's going to come help you out at some point. Uh, Ring of Honor, uh, you've now become one of the top stars in Ring of Honor over the past year or so. Basically, Cinderella story, Danhausen story out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, how did you end up in Ring of Honor, and how are you enjoying being one of the top guys on the roster right now? Ah, uh, yes. So. Dan Housen started out. They gave Dan Housen a dark match in November 2019. And then Dan Housen said, hello, can Dan Housen promote this? And they said, yeah, sure, go ahead. They probably didn't think know the power of Dan Housen. Mm-hmm. And then he put out a tweet saying Dan Housen's coming to Ring of Honor. Naturally, the tweet blew up, as does everything Dan Housen does. And they said, oh, we did not realize your power. So do you want a, tele- a television title match? Dan Housen said, sure. So he fought uh, Shane Taylor, did pretty well. Uh, He had to sing tequila himself because they did not have the copyrights to it. But Dan Housen so powerful that he started the song and the crowd in unison joined in and sang the song themselves. Dan Housen didn't have to do any work. Uh, He lost the match. That's neither here nor there. Uh, But then it led to a few more matches before the shutdown. And then a wonderful fellow by the name of Alex Shelley helped Dan Housen get a job at Ring of Honor. He said, mm. he's different, but he's good. And he's doing something unique. So you should hire him. He stands out amongst your roster, which is full of great wrestlers, but you need something else. Mm. So that's where Dan Housen came from. And then Dan Housen has subsequently blown up and become the most famous star on their roster. Easily. Easily. Look at this. He's on uh, this wonderful Talk is Jericho podcast. I haven't had anybody from Ring of Honor on in a long time. I don't even know. I, I wouldn't even know where to start. I know where to start with Danhausen, though. Yes. See that? Hear that? Dave Honor? Dave Honor is the owner, as Danhausen understands. Oh, okay. Up his, though. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, there's no Honor housing uh, no. yet. No. They, they should give Danhausen the television championship. Who's the, champ- who's the television champion right now? Uh, Tracy Williams. Okay. But Dan Housen has very famous friends. Well, I, I listen, I don't even remember the name. You just said his name. I don't even remember it. Oh, I, I remember the I'm sure it is, but Dan Housen, that's, that's Van Halen, like I said. You could put your whole company on that. Imagine the things Dan Housen can do with this wonderful title. He can right. take tours, do autograph signings, willy-nilly. Wouldn't even matter. No one can tell him a thing because he'll go, quiet, you, I'm the champion of television. He can just go anywhere. Yeah, you can appear on any show. On chat on TV, you can send him to news. You can send him to the Conan O'Brien show with this wonderful title. Anyway, the hell out of your business. You can be on Young Rock. We have a connection there too. Yes, tell tell Rock that uh, Dan Housen should be cast. Well, you tell him. You talked to him sooner than I did. I haven't talked to a guy in a year. You beat him uh, to win the title (laughs) back in the fifties. Him and Cold Steve (laughs) the same night. Dan Housen heard a thing. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. So what uh, what are your overall goals, Danhausen? Now that you've found a home in Ring of Honor, what do you want to do with wrestling? Right. So for Ring of Honor, Danhausen does want the television championship. Uh, he seems to think that would be the most suitable. Also, eventually the world championship because we take over television, we take over the world. Right. Uh, you guys think they should just kind of give him the television championship? Danhausen doesn't really want to wrestle for it. it. Hurts. So they should just do a ceremony, hand it to Danhausen. And then, you know, we'll make it more famous. Uh, what else does he want to do? Dalton Castle is quite nice. Dan Housen would like to team up with Dalton Castle. He's a nice, wonderful, he's got famous friends as well. Yes. But he's a wonderful presentation. 
It's very charismatic. Dan Housen loves it. Could be uh, a good tag team, possibly, uh, between the two. Yes. But uh, more notably, Dan Housen has proven that he can be quite the entertainer. Now Dan Housen would like to go back and combine the two and prove that he is a formidable foe as well. Because he can have these uh, hard-hitting, aggressive, back-and-forth style matches to hold his own. And he thinks people underestimate Danhausen because Danhausen gives this uh, chaotic front. But hmm. Danhausen is evil, so he can do some things. So you say you want to combine the entertainment uh, and, and the actual wrestling. The physicality of the actual wrestling. And right. That he can do it. Like Danhausen just this uh, one of these past weekends wrestled Mike Bennett. Uh, it's an indie promotion. And it was quite wonderful. We hit the hell out of each other. Mm. The people seem to enjoy themselves. They just need to see that Danhausen can be Danhausen while having a serious match. They need to start taking Danhausen more seriously. Well, like you said, people will automatically think that it's some kind of just uh, they, they might call it in wrestling a gimmick. Yeah. So they have to, to to see that you actually have the chops in the ring as well, right? Exactly, precisely, and just in general, they seem to uh, not take Danhausen too seriously. When mere weeks ago, uh, Danhausen took his pile of money took a phone call from Conan and then took a phone call from uh, The Rock. Mm-hmm. A week later, who's calling Dan Housing via Twitter? The Rock. So maybe right, Dan right. isn't joking. Maybe Dan Housing is going to hit his goals, whether people like it or not. Well, I think that it pretty much will happen. Now, outside of wrestling, what's the overall uh, plan, Housing? Oh, yeah. You can yeah. use that one if you want to. Yes, Dan Housing will. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, so Dan Housing would like to infiltrate even more into mainstream media. We've already started with the Hot Topics and uh, the comic book cover. Dan Housing would like to, you know, break, oh, and the Conan O'Brien show, but of course, that is very mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Housing would like to do more mainstream things because how Dan Housing sees it, one, he becomes richer, more famous, but two, if Dan Housing, the wrestler, becomes uh, more popular, non-wrestling fans will see things and then come watch the wrestling Mm. And then the eyes will be on the wrestlers who are doing a wonderful job, working very hard. And, you know, they'll maybe see, oh, I'm going to check out Danhausen. But then they'll come in and they'll see these wonderful wrestling people on the show and stick around next time, which means all of our money's increases. Mm. So when you go to a hot topic, are you walking in there the way that you look right now? Uh, do you wear a little bit of a disguise or how does that work? Uh, well, Danhausen will wear a hat and sunglasses sometimes. But ah, they did not like when Danhausen came into the store to take his T-shirt. He came in. He said, that's Danhausen right here. Danhausen's pointing for the viewers who are not watching. Right. Uh, and they said, you cannot film in here. You should probably go. And Danhausen said, they'll rue the day they kicked Danhausen out of his own T-shirt store. What the hell are they mm-hmm. talking about? And they, they did. did. They, they said, you cannot film in here. And then uh, Danhausen and Davis just had to leave. But you'll get revenge on them somehow. Oh, absolutely. With sales. Sales revenge. <laughs> That's right, man. Sales is always good revenge. Yeah. Uh, last couple of questions for you, Dan Housen. You mentioned horror movies before and some of the inspirations. What are your favorite uh, horror movies? Oh, thank you for asking. What a wonderful question. Mm. Uh, Dan Housen loves American Werewolf in London. Oh, that's a great one. Watches it year round. Wonderful film. Uh, Alien is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. That's Dan Housen's favorite, actually. Chop Top is wonderful. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead. And then Dan Housen is a huge fan of the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. Oh, the trilogy. Oh, yes. Dan Housen likes a nice horror comedy, but also appreciates the straight up horror film. Did you know that, uh, that I have a son named Ash? Yes, Dan Housen actually has heard you say this before. Directly think- from that. Named after Bruce Campbell himself. That's right. I actually wanted to call the original finish of the Codebreaker was going to be the Boomstick. Oh, that's wonderful. But uh, uh, they, didn't, they didn't like it. One time Van Housen was fighting someone. Do we have a second for a little tangent? We sure do. Please, a tangent? I uh, can't wait. Dan Housen, uh, this, this fellow said something. And Dan Housen said, you? You want some? Huh? You want a little? And then he hit him. Nice. Stole it from my army of darkness. It was wonderful. Give me some, give me some sugar, baby. 
Oh, yes. He eats a great chapter. <laughs> Did you ever hear that there was going to be uh, the possibility at one point of Freddy versus Jason versus Ash? Oh, Dan Housen would have loved to see that. Yeah. That would have been quite nice. Rights. Too many problems with the rights. Who owns who? No the suits get- they can do whatever they want. Yeah, they get involved. When the suits get involved, it's never good housing. I'll tell no, you that right now. not at all. Uh, last two questions for you. What is, or, or one or whatever, a uh, few of your favorite matches that you've ever had, Dan Housen? Oh, yes. So, one of Dan Housen's favorites, which actually, I think you know this fellow. You might be rivals. Uh, before the shutdown, Dan Housen's last match was tag teaming with uh, this Orange Cassidy fellow. Oh, jeez. Yes. You cannot even imagine how loud the crowd was when we both came out. I can, Oh, wow. As a tag team or oh, a team person? Oh, first. This oh, is how wow. We were foes. We fought. Luckily, Dan Housen happened to be wearing jeans that night because it wound up turning into a tag team match. Uh, so Funny how those things work out. Just decided that night, you know, maybe I'll wear some jeans tonight. I don't know. Maybe it'll throw them off. And then we tagged because we were attacked from behind. Uh, and then we became the most powerful tag team in the world. We did a double choke slam. We both wore sunglasses. Uh, what else did we do? Just had a really great time and we won. Mm. And we went to the merch table. We filled our sacks of money and we went out on the town. We went to the mall. Oh, of course. Yes, but of course. Uh, so that was one of Danhausen's very favorite matches. Um, and then this one recently with Mike Bennett, where Danhausen really believes he proved to the audience that Danhausen can go. Mm. That one was quite nice, too. Yes, those are Danhausen's two favorite matches. Uh, he's also had a wonderful match, a tag team bout. Uh, he was tag team champions with this new A&W star, uh, Ethan Page. He got oh. a, Danhausen's great friend. We were tag team champions, came out, decimated some foes, but then we lost the titles and, you know. But Danhausen always loves wrestling with Egon. And Egon from A&W uh, yes. wrestling right now. Yeah. Uh, Danhausen, this has been a very enlightening conversation, but I'd be remiss to ask you, uh, if to, to, to let you go without asking you, uh, I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot for a second. You mentioned that you had to sing tequila. Yes. C- can you sing tequila right now as a little bit of an example? Let's do it. Yes, yes, yes. It was a da 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 Da, 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 da. That's where Dan Housen would kick them. Kicks him again. Kicks him again. And then Dan Housen goes, tequila. And the whole crowd goes, tequila. Yes, but Dan Housen is trying to get them to switch and just yell Dan Housen. That's even better. Yes. Dan Housen. Yes, Judas. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Housen. It's been a great conversation, and uh, I look forward to seeing you more on Conan and when you get the television title, Housen, hopefully yes, very soon. Of course. Dan Housen will see you around. Thank you, Jericho Housen. 